Do you believe he has a chance to be a starter in this league somewhere, or do you think he's going to be a backup forever the next Ryan I mean, Fitzpatrick? He's been a starter. You know, he showed he could do that. One in fifteen. And before he got before he got hurt. But hey, look, I mean, a win. What more do you want from the guy? Like, hey, well, I have two wins. He's likable. Three wins. You can make fun of him all you want. This dude is better than a lot of other guys that we've talked about already. He's I'm sure better you. than Andy Dalton. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and the only gambling show that makes you money. And today, the QB rankings continue. The bottom tier starters, QBs 32 through 21. If you have a player as your starter on this uh, uh, on this list, you're likely looking to improve if you want to make the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. But maybe some people are rising. Maybe some people are falling. I will tell you one thing. There are going to be a lot of arguments during this one because five guys have differences of over 10 marks because each of the each of the hosts here made their own individual list one through 62 and then we combine them all to get the final list and we are not going to agree on many of these quarterbacks but the first one we agree on but before we get there the bottom tier backups or I should say the top tier backups 40 was Cooper Rush Andy Dalton 39 Tyrod Taylor 38 uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 37, 36 was Trey Lance, Case Keenum, my guy, 35, 34 Taysom Hill, and 33 Zach Wilson. Sorry, New York Jets fans, you will not have a quarterback for the rest of the episodes that we do. Number 32, and this one's easy, fellas. He's been on this list every year we've done it. He was fifth the first two years we did this list. He leaves the league at number 32 overall. Tip your cap to the Hall of Famer. Big Ben Roethlisberger. That's it. He's the last. He's the last ranking starting quarterback. He's absolutely horrific. He's going to weigh about six hundred pounds uh, in about two two months. Um, but God bless him. God bless him indeed. Good for you, Big Ben. Number thirty one. This is a discussion. Number thirty one. This is a man who was also on this list the past two years, thirty and thirty six respectively. This year he rises to thirty one, bottom tier starter. Schaefer the Sharp has him in the top-tier backup class, 36 overall. I have him 26. I think he's better than 31st. It's Gardner Minshew mania. Dangles, you had him right around here. You had him 33rd overall. Yeah. 31st is where he lands. Do you believe he has a chance to be a starter in this league somewhere, or do you think he's going to be a backup forever the next I Ryan mean, Fitzpatrick? He's been a starter. You know, he showed he could do that. He was pretty good with the Jaguars there for a couple of games. Um, One in 15. And before he got, before he got hurt. But hey, look, I mean, a win. What more do you want from the guy? Like, well, I have two wins. He's likable. He came out. He played very well for Philadelphia this year in the start. That you can make fun of him all you want. This dude is better than a lot of other guys that we've talked about already. He's I'm sure better you. than Andy Dalton. I think he. I'd rather have him over Taysom Hill as a quarterback. I'd probably rather have him over Trey Lance as a quarterback right now. He gives you a chance to win a football game, and I like that in my backup. Shay for the sharp. You I, had you I, had I, Taysom. I like Hill over him. Yeah, no, that that was probably a mistake in hindsight, but I don't I don't feel 
uh, Gardner Minshew is a starting quarterback in this league, even at his age. I, I, I listen. It was a cool video when he got the start on the Eagles and with his dad in the tunnel there. That was awesome. And um, the guy seems like the most likable dude ever. And I agree with you, Dangles. I think he can absolutely step in and and spot start and get you a big win in a in a big game. The thing with Gardner Minshew is, I think as the season goes on. I think you get some tape on him. I think he's very easy, uh, easily scoutable and beatable when you get some tape on him. Um, but hey, I would be thrilled. I would be thrilled if the Lions had him uh, on their roster as a backup quarterback. And I think he's an excellent backup quarterback. I just don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's a top 32 guy in the league. That's all. He ends up 31st, number 30th overall. He's been on this list for his first two years as well, 27th and 27th. Now he falls to 30th overall. Like we said with Drew Locke a few episodes ago, it usually takes three years to decide what a guy is in this league. And in my opinion, he doesn't deserve to be a starter. I had him 40th. Dangles, you had him 24th. 16 spots of difference for Daniel Jones. Shay for the Sharp, you had him exactly here, 30th overall. In my opinion, I'll make my case first. From what we've seen the past three years out of Daniel Jones, I understand it was Joe Judge's offense, but I think the New York Giants had some players on that team, at least uh, uh, weapon-wise. And I didn't. I, at no point did I ever think Daniel Jones was going to win a football game when he stepped onto the field. I don't like Daniel Jones as a quarterback. I don't want him on my team. I don't even want him as my backup. I don't believe he deserves to be the 30th-ranked overall quarterback. Dangles, you have him 24th. What's your case for Daniel Jones? How has he improved from last year with what he did this year? I mean, I guess it's just, you know— He's been in such a tough situation, man, like with that coaching staff and the fact that Dave Gettleman hasn't really set him up to win. They've done a terrible job protecting him. He's constantly like he's good at running like that's and that's great, but he's constantly on the run and he doesn't have opportunities to make plays because their offensive line is so bad. In some ways, I don't even know what I'm like. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm defending here. I think Daniel Jones has shown some flashes of confidence being surrounded since the moment he was drafted by an incompetent GM and bad coaching staffs. Um, and, and, you know, like, uh, Saquon Barkley's inability to be healthy, Kenny Galladay not showing out for them at all. They have no real other receiving threats to speak of. Like, how long does this kid have to sort of flail around in the water before somebody throws him a, a, a ring or something like that? Like, I don't know. Like, who are his comps in the NFL? Like, Sam Darnold. Would you say, Jam- I had him, w- would you I had say him like, one Jameis spot. Winston? No. no. Like, I had him one Tua? spot up. No. no, I had him one spot above Sam Darnold. That's what I had in my individual that's, rankings. That's, that's who I think Tony. he is. No, I don't. No, I, I mean, incorrect. I, I he, think he's better than that. He's so I think much he's better than Sam Darnold. Well, and how bad were the Giants? With, uh, this is the last thing I'll say. How bad were the Giants without him? Like for me, well, seeing, they had how, the terrible, overall seeing how terrible they were with both Mike Glennon and 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 Jake Fromm, who were sixty and sixty-two for me on my list, kind of underscores like how much of a chance. I, I got to give him a little bit of extra credit. I had him at twenty-four last year and twenty-seven the year before. Like I think if we're gonna give Trevor Lawrence a pass on inept coaching, I think Daniel Jones deserves one too after he's been asked to perform year after year and bring this franchise back when nobody's been able to stay healthy. They've had no protection for him on the offensive line and the coaching staff and general manager around him have been incompetent. He sucks. Drew the easiest thing about this argument, guys, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be answered for us because Brian Dable will answer that question for us in the I, draft right? or free agency. And if he's the starting quarterback next year, Danny Dimes, then we're going to see with Brian Dable, Mr. All-World OC, what he can do with him. But I think he is a starting quarterback in this league based on his ability. He obviously can can move with his feet a little bit. Sean flashes some good and, – and I agree with you, Dangles. I mean, just a complete dumpster fire situation. You know, Saquon Barkley, the once number two overall pick, is looking like he's going to retire next year. 
um, no receivers, no offensive line. So I, I want to, I, I do think again, based on his ceiling, I'll put him at 30, but yeah, not anything. I don't blame you, Tony squares, but to have him one ahead of Darwin, I wouldn't want mistake. him as my quarterback, He's like, a but to, yeah. Moving on, the a guy that has the, uh, in my opinion, the qualities to be a starter in this league. I had him 23rd overall. That's how much I believe in this next guy. He comes in 29th because Schaefer the Sharp had him 35th overall. Listen, when when Tyler Huntley came in for the Baltimore Ravens, he was like Cooper Rush. He did not just steer the ship. He excelled Way in the ship. Cooper Rush. <laughs> no, no, no. He he excelled. Way better. He excelled in the ship. I believe he was better than Cooper Rush, but he, even on that he Baltimore team, when system if it, QB, right? But if you're looking at the people he had to play with, he was he was the perfect backup for Lamar Jackson. If you're telling me that that system can't work elsewhere, that Tyler Huntley can't be a, a starter elsewhere, if you're going to run that type of system with a running quarterback. When the Green Bay Packers, a team that was much better than Baltimore last year, when the Green Bay Packers played Baltimore, at no point was I confident that we were going to have that game in hand because Tyler Huntley at no point showed that he was scared of the moment. Tyler Huntley, to me, deserves to be a starter in this league, Drew, and I, I don't think 35 is a good number for him. He comes in at 29th on this list. Dangles, you had him a little bit higher, but Drew, you held this guy back. I have him in top three quarter, top three backup quarterback in the league. I think it's completely fair. Um, I do think he was impressive uh, spelling Lamar there, but again, that is a system specifically built for Lamar Jackson, and Tyler Huntley is a carbon copy of Lamar Jackson. Hey, I was impressed with what he did. Don't get me wrong, but again, six, 17 games of game tape um, based on that very uh, stringent system. I'm not. I, I, I want to see him run it back. I was impressed with him, and I, I, d- I did award him a top three quarterback top three backup quarterback position in the league. I thought that was fair. Um, so if you want him to have your starter, knock yourself out. But I want to see him run it back. That's all. I would much rather have him than Zach Wilson. That's not even a uh, – I won't even lose sleep well, like, over what, that What are you decision. talking about? For a game? For a game? Or for, for like like for starting For a 17 games? If I'm running a system like Baltimore does or if I'm running a system that well, Zach course. Wilson excels in, I want Tyler Huntley in the Baltimore system. That's what I want. I think Tyler you take Huntley, Zach Wilson tomorrow for the full future over over over. No, no, no I'm not talking about the full future. I'm talking about like this year, going into this year. If I'm running a team and I'm running the Baltimore system, or, or if I'm running a team that suits Zach Wilson's needs, I would rather run the Baltimore system with Tyler Huntley. I think he's a better quarterback at this day and age. And he's on this list as number 29. I think he should be a little bit higher. I think he's a starter in this league. Number 28 overall is a starter in this league. This is a guy that is the first time on this list that we've all had him ranked as a starter. We don't differ a lot on this guy. Washington Commanders hit own number 28 on our list, Tyler Taylor Heineke. He was 33rd last year. He was 52nd three years ago. What a come up for the car salesman. I mean, I know the Commanders are looking for a quarterback. But I like Heineke. I can't. You can't. I like Heineke. I know he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he's a starter. He's a starter. He's okay. He's he's not okay when you bet them against the Cowboys twice. End of story. (laughs) Let's move on. Let's keep going. Number 27, the third rookie on this list and the last rookie taken, Davis Mills. Listen, we all had this guy pretty high. Dangles had him the lowest at 30th. I had him 24th. What an improvement for this guy. Like. Listen, after one game, he would have been down in the Jordan Love area after one game. But as the season progressed, he got better and better and better. He comes in 27th on this list. I'll ask you guys. We don't know what he's going to be in the future. 
but Houston has a very early pick. Houston has a lot of cap room. There'll be a lot of people switching sides. Obviously, the Deshaun Watson situation, they could trade Watson and get a QB like a, a rumored Tua instead. Would you rather run forward with Davis Mills and see what the kid has, or would you think the grass is greener on the other side? Personally, I'd like to see Davis Mills continue as the Houston Texans starting quarterback. There's zero question, Tony, that he should absolutely be the starting quarterback next year. And remember, I think I think uh, our friend Aaron Pont said this on his appearance in the West Coast Gamblers. This kid wasn't just some scrub. He was a former big-time recruit at Stanford, big-time recruit. Now, he didn't play very much in college, and uh, but his confidence, you know, they interviewed him and he said, I think I'm better than any rookie, you know, yeah. like like coming out of the draft. And there's something to be said about that. I was personally very impressed with him as the year progressed. You could see him getting better, which is what I look for. Um, to your point, Zach Wilson – you know, he didn't really get that much better throughout the year. He showed flashes. Trevor Lawrence, maybe pockets of success, but not that much better. You saw Davis Mills progressively uh, week in, week out, get a little better. Now, he had some absolute goose eggs, which will happen. Yep. But, yeah, if you're the Texans, why the hell not? I mean, you're not going anywhere fast. That absolutely should be your future. And I think you have to see what we have him the next year, if not the year after that, because, he's again, he's that rookie. He's the most valuable contract in all of sports is that rookie contract you got to see what you have in this guy because i think he i don't think he was that bad for a very bad roster and a very bad football team and as we all know the houston texans organization they're an intelligent organization they're going to put the right people in the right places to help this guy succeed they hired a very offensive minded <laughs> coach in lovey smith that is about the future of the nfl to run this organization i feel good about davis's mills prospects dangles anything okay, on another uh, long-necked quarterback davis mills before we move on i mean you know it's hard to it's like two and nine as a starter isn't great but um you know there's no denying this guy well, kept for the texans though it's pretty great there's no denying that this guy helped keep them in games they probably wouldn't have been in otherwise and he clearly played better and i think i i think on paper and obviously uh, as my list shows because i had ranked 30th overall i think he performed better this year 19 spots or so <laughs> than tyrod taylor or something like that so yeah i mean good for him good for him for making good on it you know we we see the occasional late round quarterback come through and and, uh, and do great things. I don't think that Davis Mills is ever going to draw comparisons to Tom Brady, but good for him no, for outperforming. No, but only only you would bring Tom Brady up. At, but kudos to him for outperforming <laughs> uh, the vast majority of the other quarterbacks uh, taken ahead of him, with the exception of Mac Jones. Number twenty sixth overall was on this list his rookie season last year as the twenty sixth ranked quarterback. No improvement, no fall. It's Tua Tagliavoa. Miami blew up their organization with the Brian Brian Flores situation. Oh, Jesus, it's been a long time recording. I'm messing up every word I say. But what I'm saying is they brought in San Francisco's run game coordinator to help that offense hum. Do you think Tua is the man of the future in Miami? We all had him ranked around here. Drew, number 26 both years. Tua, they made a mistake not taking Herbert. But is Tua yes. the man for a long time in Miami, or is uh, they going to be looking to move on pretty soon? I don't think so. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see what McDonald wants to do there. Um, but I, every time I watch Tua or bet on him or against him, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm left so underwhelmed. I really am. Exactly. Um, at, at Bama, you know, there was talk about his his athleticism and his legs, and in the NFL, he just looks like a very average athlete that's a very average quarterback. You yeah. know, there's no like wow factor. It's like, I, 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 I fear his ceiling. And, and, and here's what I mean by that. Zach Wilson, we, again, 
very poor rookie year, but you see some some arm talent. You see that you see some of that play making ability of getting outside the pocket. And Tua just seems like, you know, he 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 can make he can make some throws for sure. You know, he's a he's a competitor, but like I I feel very underwhelmed that if I was a Dolphins fan, um I would absolutely not be uh, married to the future with him, and I'd be absolutely looking to upgrade that position at this point. I think we've seen enough. Number 25 on this list, another rookie. And this man had 10 spots of difference between the three of us here. Drew, you had this man 21st overall. I had him 31st overall. I think he's one of the worst starters in the league from what we've seen. I do believe the future is bright in Chicago. But what made you think Justin Fields is the 21st best quarterback in the league, Drew? Uh, good question. I wanted him. He wasn't in the top 20. I knew that. And I wanted. I literally ranked him above the next group of guys that I had 22nd, 23rd, 24th, because I do think he's better than those guys. I know it's so rude, like elementary to break it down like that. But, you know, we talked about, we talked about Mike Glennon's situation, the Giants. I mean, good God. Could yeah. Fields come into any worse situation in Chicago with Nagy and that piss poor offense? It's like, again, we talked about athletes in this, you know, cam, poor, you know, just horrible Taysom Hill better than Cam. I think Fields is kind of, or Trey Lance even. I think Fields is like the apex athlete at that position right now. If we're ranking this list right now, obviously he's a crazy good athlete, um, ton of potential. I guess I'm betting more on his ceiling here, but also the fact that he clearly wasn't a top 20 quarterback, but I do think I'd rather have him than the guys I, left, I listed directly behind him. So that's why I ranked him that high. I definitely think the potential is there just from what I've seen. Uh, I still would rather have drafted him over Zach Wilson, over Trey Lance if I was those teams. I think he's a better prospect than those two, but just from what I've seen, I think he's 31st right now pointing up. I don't know if I'm ready to put him anywhere near the 20s right now, but again, 25th is where where he lands 24th this is something i'm gonna have to explain to you too based on where you guys had this man ranked but he is the first quarterback out of all 62 we've done so far he's the first quarterback to start all 17 games this season and that might not mean a lot to you guys sitting at home listening to this but we've listed 25 through 62 not a single soul has started all 17 games and in the top 10 uh, there are eight quarterbacks who started all 17 games. It means something. The best ability is availability. And Trevor Lawrence has availability for that awful, awful Jacksonville Jaguars team. The reason why he came in 24th and the reason why I have to explain myself is because Dangles had him 31st. He had him as the second worst starter in the league on one of the worst teams in the league. I had Trevor Lawrence based on what I saw and what the future is and where he is drafted. Mostly what I saw out of Clemson, Jacksonville, as we've said on this podcast before, throw that last year away. I had Trevor Lawrence as the 18th best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> he comes in 24th. Dangles is laughing at me because he had him 31st. Dangles, why did you have Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick last year, as the second worst quarterback in the league? One year, yeah, okay. Like uh, again, like we said, like if we're gonna throw out, you gotta throw out years for everybody. If we're gonna throw out years for everyone, right? Like, and that's that's fine. Trevor Lawrence, fine. Let's throw out the year with, let's throw out the year with 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 Urban Meyer, who didn't last the whole season, mind you. Twelve touchdowns to seventeen picks. He tied for Stafford for the lead lead. 
yep. picks, nine fumbles. Now yep. I'm not saying there might not have been a pick or two that was tipped somewhere that you know maybe wasn't Trevor Lawrence's fault. But if you're willing to explain away 26 turnovers by the first overall draft pick as bad coaching, then fine, I'm wrong. I'm happy no, he made a lot of mistakes. I'm happy to be wrong on that. He he waited until week 18 to show out and say, oh yeah, I could play a little bit of football by clowning on the Indianapolis Colts, preventing them from getting into the into but the did you uh, see playoffs. That game. Look. That was, game yes, right yeah. there, Dangle. Okay, fine, good that for him. That game right there. Listen, you th- those those first sixteen years were uh, first sixteen games were terrible, and that seventeenth game against the, one of the best defenses in the league that needed to win in order to make the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence came out and balled on them, absolutely even, even destroyed them with Marvin Jones as his best wide receiver. Trevor Lawrence, to me, can do it. The future is bright. For Trevor Lawrence, twenty fourth is where he lands. I do believe he's the eighteenth quarterback in the league. Shay for the sharp, you had him twenty six. Am I crazy or is Dangles crazy? I think I'm right because I'm right in the middle of you guys. So how's that? I think both you guys are crazy, and Shay for the sharp's right in the middle. No, I I tend to lean. I mean, he was very very bad. We're giving passes to these rookies or these guys in in, in tough situations, and no uh, quarterback had a tougher situation than that absolute disaster in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. I will say, quite frankly, and this is no surprise. Uh, I would put Trevor Lawrence as the number one prospect in this list to move up the most amount Um, because with Doug Peterson and with that year under his belt, I do believe, obviously, he's a prodigy, best draft prospect since Andrew Luck, blah, blah, blah. He has all the tools. Um, Very, 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 very underwhelming, disappointing year. And it goes beyond urban dangles, which I think you were kind of implying. I mean, some of the throws, some of the reasons that were very bad. Yes, that's exactly what I'm implying. So, again, I do think the future's bright, Tony Squares. I definitely think you severely – you can't call him a top 20 quarterback. That's just incorrect. I'm sorry. You, there's just no way. You can't – there's no way you can call him a top – I didn't put Justin Fields in the top 20 because I don't no, think he's a top 20 quarterback. Ridiculous. Trevor Lawrence, based on anything you watch, I don't care if it's the last game of the year, the first game of the year, not a top 20 quarterback. But I do agree with your sentiment. The future is bright, and I do believe this guy has the potential to make the most moves north on our board the following year. Dangles, when we talked about Sam Darnold a few episodes ago, you brought up a quote from the last QB list I did and talked about how stupid I was in saying what I did against Sam Darnold. You can write down this quote. Trevor Lawrence will be a top 15 quarterback when we do this list next year. I guarantee it. I fully believe in Trevor Lawrence. Do I think think Jacksonville wins six games? I don't know. But I think Trevor Lawrence will be a top 15 quarterback when we do this list next year. I will remember it. Don't you worry. Number 23 overall. Speaking of rookies that we have ranked too high, number 23 overall when he first came into the league, we had him as the 10th best quarterback in the league. He was 22nd and then 15th after that. This year, marred by injury, and his future is unknown. You might see him on more commercials than you see on NFL games next year, but Baker Mayfield is the 23rd overall quarterback. Schaefer the Sharp, you had him as your 20th overall quarterback, and I was amazed for how much you ragged on him during the year. I had him 29th. I had him as the bottom of the basement when it comes to starters in this league. I don't think Baker Mayfield is a... I think Baker Mayfield can be a starter. I had him 29th, but I don't think I want Baker Mayfield as my starter. Top 20 means you have a prospect to make the playoffs. Why do you think Baker Mayfield deserves the 20th overall slot? Because of, simply said, because of last year, because he made the playoffs last year, and I'm going a little bit on his, his body of work here. I understand that. I mean, by all metrics, what a colossal disappointment he was this year, that Browns team. You know, the Odell stuff, the drama, everything was a disaster. Yeah. I think you should stop doing... Uh, the commercials and you know maybe focus more on the results on the field but again 
this is always kind of this is always a tough a tough ranking system because obviously we're going on this year, but you can't help but remember that body of work he put in last year. Yep. And he was this close to being in the AFC championship game. Yep. This close. Yep. So I, I, I do think I I feel that his team, you know, I feel that his team does rally behind him to an extent. And the Odell stuff, I'm going to just kind of throw away because I think that was Odell being Odell. And we obviously saw when he got a change of scenery in L.A. what he could do, right? Yeah. Um, so he came, again, top 20 quarterback. It was hard for me to put him there. I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's a huge year for the Browns. What goes without saying, Baker Mayfield's future. Yep. They are going to lock him in at quarterback. This is a pay me year for him. This is, we're going to see exactly what Baker is. I feel we say this about Baker the last three years, but it's true every year. He's not separated himself from anybody. No. He's not really solidified his future in this league or has the job security that he's going to be the guy in Cleveland for X amount of years. And who the hell knows what his job will be after he's done with the Browns if it's this year. So really curious how he, how he bounces back. But I guess I'll just give him a nod to his body of work. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, uh, and Josh Allen. And I think there was another quarterback yeah. in there, too, that first round. Oh, Lamar. Oh, it was Lamar. So there you go. Yeah. You got uh, two out of three ain't bad, or two, two of five, I guess. <laughs> Good quarterbacks in that draft class. Number 22 overall. This is a man we differed eight spots on, and he was 22 on last year's list. Uh, so he shows consistency here. I had him a little bit lower, 27. Dangles, you had this guy as the 19th best quarterback in the league. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is the 19th best quarterback in the league. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is the 22nd best quarterback in the league. Dangles, why do you think Teddy Bridgewater is a top 20 quarterback? Well, I certainly don't think Trevor Lawrence is the 18th best quarterback <laughs> in the league if we want to start on how we're doing that. But look, let's talk about Teddy Bridgewater here for a second, all right? He was 7-7 and this year as the Broncos starter on a team that I don't think there were a lot of high expectations for this team going into the year. I think they knew we were going to struggle in a very tough division against the Chiefs, Chargers, and a Raiders team that had a lot to prove for itself as well. And still, Teddy Bridgewater managed to end up 14th in defensive yards above replacement in the NFL at the end of the year, above Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. This means statistically this year, Teddy Covers had more value, just value, than the guy behind him, than those guys. He was also 10th in DVOA, higher than Derek Carr, Mac Jones, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, which means he had more value per play statistically than those QBs I'm just mentioned, I just mentioned. I'm not sitting here saying that Teddy Covers is a guy who's going to win you a Super Bowl uh, or even get you to a over 500 record over the year, but when we're talking about the 19th best starter in the league, and to Drew's point about how average a lot of these guys are, you want it to be somebody who can give you a chance to win and not actively put you in a position to lose and I think any coach would be silly not to trust Teddy to do that so I've got him 19th and I feel like that's an appropriate ranking for him and he comes in 22nd on the list the last guy we're going to talk about today I'm going to pair with the first guy we're going to talk about next episode because they came into the league paired together and in fact in these rankings, again, we have 62 quarterbacks to rank. We have 62 people. We can place them anywhere we want to. You've heard all the differences that we have in these rankings. These guys, we differed no less than three spots each on these rankings, and we each placed these two guys one behind the other on our individual rankings. And again, they came into this league one behind the other. Number 21 is 17-game starter, Indianapolis Colts quarterback Carson Wentz. And number 20, who we'll talk about next episode, is Jared Goff, the Detroit Lions starting quarterback. But number 21 overall, Carson, 
He is no longer the second-ranked quarterback like we had him the second year we did this list in that MVP caliber season. <laughs> oh, oh, he deserved it that year. He did. But, no, he did. But, it's just funny to think about it now through the lens now. But Schaefer the Sharp, he comes in number 20, uh, 21 on this list. Again, we all had him around here. And Indianapolis has come out and said, Chris Ballard, the GM, has been very upfront in saying they're looking for a quarterback heading into next year, a.k.a. the guy that they have paid a lot of draft capital for and they're paying on the hook for a lot of salary cap money for they're looking to move on from him after one season already do you believe that this is a dumb decision by Indianapolis would you give Carson Wentz one more year again 17 game starter was on the cusp of the playoffs with that team did not throw that many interceptions was actually playing pretty decently to Carson Wentz's standards again 21st on this list do you think Indy's making a tough decision here based on that last game I don't think they're making a tough decision. I think they're making the right decision. And I just wonder, you know, not to pile on a guy when he's down. I don't know anything about Carson Wentz per se. I don't have any opinion on him as a person. But, I mean, the amount of money that guy lost in week 18 in Jacksonville is staggering. Yep. Because if he could have somehow – he could have played terrible, but if somehow they that team just found a way to win and got in the playoffs, you have to bring him back for the following year. You have to. You gave up draft capital. Yep. You paid him. Yep. You know, you, you – and and for him to lose and not only lose but lose in the way they did, how do you bring how do you bring a guy like that back and say, hey, to our fan base, to the organization, to the players on that team, hey, this is our week one starter. You know, we know you, we all we had to do is beat the worst team in the league and get in the playoffs, and we got blown out. But hey, have some have some faith here. No, he's done. I there's no way he can play another game with the Colts. You just can't do it. Yeah, I, I, I firmly believe that. Now his future in the league has got to be murky at best. Um, and I think Carson Wentz sucks. I mean, that's I, I have him <laughs> right where we ranked him. But I'm just curious, like, what team, you know, I, I, I guess I guess there's a path where I can see where he comes in and, you know, he he, he backs up, uh, you know, he, he, he backs up some uh, star quarterback and the star quarterback gets hurt, a la Trent Green. And he's like a uh, Kurt Warner that everyone knows about the former number two overall pick Kurt Warner. I don't know, but I mean, he's so watching him is aggravating because <laughs> you never trust him with the ball. No. Um, Although he did really well. I think he only had like five picks this year. He did really well in the interception. But, part. but, but, but also like we've all seen it before. If we gambled on him, like he is, he is a, absolute you hold your breath when he does his little like out of pocket underhand flips he he just he looks he looks lost and you know you you think of what could have been if he hadn't got hurt that year that philly won it all have an mvp type season but no i i don't think to answer your question tony i don't think the colts are making a bad decision i don't think it's a hard decision you have to move on from him you you took your shot you shot your shot didn't work out you lost draft capital you lost money but for that organization to move forward it's got to be without Carson Wentz and I do not know what the future holds for that guy Dangles same question to you is Indianapolis making a dumb decision or the right decision to try to move on from Carson Wentz after paying after being on the hook for so much salary cap money and spending all that draft capital to get him he's a guy who can almost get you to the playoffs right like and and how okay so if you play that game like ten times that last game of the season. How many times realistically do you think Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars win that game? Like zero out of ten. <laughs> right, exactly. And 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 look, any given Sunday, fine. I'm willing. I, I I'm I'm with y'all on all that. That's why we play the games. That's why we you know watch them. All that good stuff. But like, Colts are a just on paper were a better team and are a better team than 
the, the Jaguars were. That was the only thing that separated them from getting into the playoffs. They had an excellent defense. Who knows what that defense looks like under not Matt Eberflus, who's now the Chicago Bears head coach, obviously. That's going to be kind of a change, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But they still got those pieces there. It, I don't know if I have a good answer for this question. Like this is a this is a really tough one. I think there are good arguments to be made for getting rid of him. The because, answer is no, dang. Because <laughs> because he didn't show up and prove what he you know what he should have done for a guy who was a former MVP candidate and is a Super Bowl winner and who got paid a lot of money and draft picks to come there. But by the same token, he still. Got you there, and I think in a lot of other, or almost got you there, I should say. And I think in in you know if you again you run that game back ten times, I'm pretty sure the Colts win that almost eight nine times out of ten. By the way, uh, we have said Carson Wentz's name at twenty one. We have not said Jalen Hurts's name yet. Jay for the sharp, you got one more thing to say? I, I just I just don't know. My only argument with that is how how are you in that building in Indianapolis? And you come in the first day of off season workouts and you see Carson Wentz. I just don't. I, I, I really don't understand how you move on from that from that colossal loss. I mean, I know this isn't like this isn't a rookie that fell flat on his face. This is a this is a guy that obviously has a ton of experience, but they they paid so much money and I hate to throw Tony Squares under the bus, but Tony Squares and and you weren't alone in the sentiment, you thought that was a, a, a great move. And a lot of people thought Carson Wentz was gonna take off in Indianapolis you know, reunited with Frank Reich and for the most part, I think he was a good game manager, as you said, Tony. Yeah. Like his stats don't jump off the page, but the Colts were winning games. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor had a lot to do with that. Yep. That defense had a lot to do with it. But still, he was if he made the playoffs, if he if he wins that game in Jacksonville, regardless of any result in the playoffs, you feel comfortable bringing him back. Yeah. Because you say, Hey, look, we got to the playoffs. He's got a ton of room to grow. We're not sure where the future holds. But now it's like, how do you go in that building in the offseason and say, Hey, this is our guy, we're running back? Yeah. I just don't know how you do it. I, I agree with you. It's very tough to bring the guy back. Yeah. Uh, but another guy that's gonna have a lot of questions to be answered if they choose to bring him back and a guy we haven't talked about yet i think carson wentz and that indianapolis team can be just like ryan Tannehill on the tennessee titan team i really think they can and carson wentz fell flat on his face in that last game of the season but again they win that game against the worst team in the league they're in the playoffs who knows what happens with that defense and that running game i think you bring carson wentz back because of how much it would cost you to get rid of him and how much you've already paid to get him in the building but again He's 21st on this list for a reason. That's the end of the episode today. But before we go off, Dangles, I just want to say, we haven't said Mac Jones's name yet. No, we haven't. And I, I mean, I, because I knew I would probably be put to, I knew that my ranking of him would be scrutinized no matter what happens, given my Patriots fandom. And I still feel, at least at this point, as though I've ranked him pretty fairly on well, the list and I'm hopeful that we'll have agreement on that well that was it for the bottom tier starters 32 through 21 next time we talk about this it'll be 20 through 11 I already gave away who's number 20 it's Schaefer the Sharps quarterback could Dangles his quarterback be on that list as well 20 through 11 is coming up next but that's it for today for Matthew Dangles D'Angelo Antonio for Schaefer the Sharp Drew Schaefer Crooks and my name is Tony Cavallo and we are the West Coast Gamblers as always Thank you for listening. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. 
you might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.